welcome to Insider Insights Podcast, a place where we dissect everything social media. I am Theo, content writer at Social Insider and a longtime fan of everything social. Every month I'll talk to social media professionals who work in freelance, in-house for a company, or in an agency environment to get the best of all worlds. So grab your coffee and let's jump in. Alice Dillon is the social media manager at Lord Media, an Irish agency that helps brands and organizations tell their stories on a digital platform. In today's episode, Ali shared with us the social media campaign she is most proud of, how she manages client relationships, where she finds inspiration for her content strategies and campaigns, and more. Uh, hi, Ali. Thank you so, so much for accepting my invitation. It is a pleasure to have you as my guest. And I'm looking forward to hearing your story with social media. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good, good, actually. Very good. Uh, I'm really excited to record this podcast episode because it is actually my first uh, video episode. Until now, we've only recorded audio, so <laughs> a little bit nervous, Love but looking forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so let's start this podcast episode by getting to know you a little bit better. Uh, how would you describe yourself in a few words? Um, well, I'm Ali and I'm from Galway. In, well, I live in Galway in Ireland. Um, I think I'm outgoing. I uh, love socializing, meeting new people. Um, I love going to the cinema and reading. Um, I'd say I'm a very organized person, which kind of helps in the job. Um, yeah, love talking, love meeting new people and love being out and about. I think this is the most important skill of a social media manager, right? To be social <laughs> and to like being surrounded by people. Um, okay, uh, how did you start your career? Uh, have you always worked in social media or was it something that happened accidentally? Um, can you walk us through your past roles? Yeah, um, no, I didn't always work in social media. It kind of was like a happy accident. So I studied a course called Gael Goggins Irish which is Irish and Journalism University. Um, so when I finished that, I went to work for the state broadcaster, RTE, um, in RTE Lifestyle. So it was online journalism for RTE.ie. Mm -hmm. And then, so I was still based in Dublin. I'd studied in Dublin. And then one day when I was going to work, I had a DM on Twitter from somebody in Galway who had... Uh, found my profile and a video I'd made and it was Loretta my now boss and she asked me was I based in Galway and I said no I wasn't <laughs> and she said would I meet for coffee and I said yes I would so I came to Galway one weekend and met her for coffee and she offered me a job and I moved to Galway and I've been here I'm nearly four years here now so I'm about four years in social media but I kind of always had an interest in it I was never officially my job, but even when I was working in online journalism, there was a part of social media to it. Um, but no, kind of learned on the job and kind of short courses since university. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, now, <laughs> I know that a lot of people, especially those who don't work in this industry, think that a social media manager job is easy and all you have to do is scroll through social media platforms all day long. And I know for a fact that this is not true because I've spoken to a lot of social media managers until now. And I know that this is a complex job. So let's debunk this meet together by telling us what does your day-to-day -day schedule look like? 
Um, I don't really have a set schedule. That's the first thing. Um, <laughs> every day is very different. Um, so we work in an agency. So we have a number of clients and some of them are long-term clients. We work all year round. And then there's shorter term clients where, you know, we might work with them for a certain campaign or for a certain length of time. So depending on what I'm working on, um, like at the moment, we're really busy. We've got a few campaigns live at the moment. So there's a lot of posting, a lot of community ma- community management, a lot of uh, some days we're doing proposals for new clients. Some days we're doing reports at the end of a campaign. Some days I'm um, doing a strategy um, training um, as part of our agency. We offer training to our clients. So on social media strategy, that type of thing. Um, and all our clients are a little bit different. They're all in the same niche. So most of the clients we serve um, are in the Irish arts, language, culture, or festivals. Um, there is a couple of outliers. So largely they all do something kind of similar, mm-hmm. um, but their needs are all very different than the way in which we work with them. Some of them, you know, it's for advertising. Some of them, it's more organic. Some of it, like, it really depends. So having really a day-to-day schedule, but I, I am organized. So at the start of the week, I do like to kind of know what's coming for the week ahead and kind of work around it. Um, but that's part of the reason I love the job as well is because there isn't a set schedule every week. You know, it's different things and now with restrictions lifting definitely in Ireland anyways there's more events back so we've had a couple of you know brand relaunches and a couple of like in-person events which is always exciting to be back out and about meeting people again now with the office yeah yeah I can imagine it's definitely not a boring job <laughs> that's for that sure it is not. <laughs> yeah yeah this is the answer I kept hearing the most actually that there isn't a, a set schedule to a day-to-day life in a social media manager's job It's so uh, unpredictable and things move so fast and trends appear overnight and algorithms change. So every day is different. Um, Because you mentioned social media campaigns earlier, and actually I have a question regarding social media campaigns. Can you tell us what is that social media campaign that you are most proud of? Um, (laughs) I like I like loads of campaigns for different reasons, but one of my favorites was um it was actually during COVID, the president of Ireland turned 80. And at the mm-hmm. time I was working, we were working with one of the state broadcasters, Chichi Cahar, um, who were the Irish language broadcaster in Ireland, and they had a program to celebrate the president's birthday, but we did the social media campaign around it. So it ended up being a really big UGC or user-generated content campaign, because obviously with COVID there was no party, but we kind of brought it online. So it was a hashtag campaign Michael G80. And there was just we worked with the president's office and the producers of the show and lots of people and we kind of picked people from all around Ireland and the world and got them to record themselves you know wishing the president a happy birthday and yeah it was just a real it was a really nice campaign especially during COVID um I also love the ones being out and about like I love we do work with the Galway Film Fly every year the film festival in Ireland and like last year they had a festival garden um down in one of the parks locally and I love things like that as well um but yeah I I like them all for different reasons (laughs) yeah they all sound very very nice and I like that you have diversity because you told me earlier that most of your clients are in the art industry somehow but you also manage the campaign for the president so that is that is quite exciting um can you tell us what are the steps of setting up a social media campaign Because we as users, we see it, right, on Instagram, on Facebook, but we don't know what is behind that social media campaign. Yeah, like typically um, 
somebody will come to us and you know they'll want to work with us some people are really certain in what they want to achieve with us maybe they've already started on a strategy and they just want to implement other people come with a vague idea of what it is they're trying to promote or achieve so usually we start with like our discovery call where we kind of talk it out and help them to realize maybe what their KPIs or their um, key performance indicators are, what it is they're actually trying to achieve, you know, who their audience are. And we talk out that, then we come up with a proposal. So this is how we think we would best serve you to reach your audience and achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. Um, So there's, you know, we work on that side of it. Then, then once we've kind of nailed that part, we start looking at an actual, all very budget dependent on, but, um, you know, like content creation. So um, we're a full service agency. So for some of our clients, it would be uh, video production or, you know, stills photography or uh, graphic design. So we start thinking of how that actually is going to look. We look, um, even before that, usually there's an audit of their existing online presence. So we gain access to all their existing channels if they already exist if they're not just being set up and we look at what are they doing already what are they doing well where they could improve so that everything is brought up to a standard before we come in um and then we kind of look at where they perform best where their audience are and then we mark our content and the seeding of our content to match their brand um so then we come up with like the content calendar um which is a glorified excel sheet that keeps us all organized and keeps the client knowing what's going on because some of our clients while we're working on a campaign they might also be posting about other things some of the clients you know we're working on a certain part of their business but the rest of the business is still there um and then the action starts even though Mairead in the office he does all the setup and the back end and the pixels and the gaining access to business managers would tell me there's a lot more complicated stuff before we go live but then we go live um for whatever set amount of time whatever timeline we've proposed in our proposal um and we monitor so we do all the community management because it's one thing posting but when we work with a client it's important like as social media managers that they maintain their social presence online and the engagement with their audience. Um, so we kind of take over usually. And that will last anything from like a week, two weeks, three weeks, a few months. Um, and then at the end, and we pivot as we go. That's the thing with social. Like you have to just keep an eye on the analytics and kind of move to what's working and double down on things and not just stay going with it because it was already in the plan. And as you said, new trends come. Like I always think yeah. when Instagram Reels dropped, like it was really important to be there. So like, I mean, that probably wasn't in any of our plans at the time because they dropped pretty quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's just working that into our uh, content pillars and working it into um, our content plans. And then at the end... When our client is all happy and we've achieved our KPIs, hopefully, and um, we present a report, and that's the campaign in a short. It's it's there's probably a lot more to it than that, but that's the bare bones of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that's uh, that's pretty complex, and it's a long term process for sure. <laughs> um, because you mentioned um, happy clients, <laughs> and I'm I'm sure this is your objective as an agency, right? To to make your clients happy. Um, how do you manage client relationships? I know that this is one of the most talked about uh, topic in the agency sphere. Um, I think it's like every relationship, it's just good communication. So um, 
I, we're, I would think as an agency, we're quite honest and approachable. So, I mean, we're not somebody who lies to our clients about what we're going to do. We're quite upfront and things happen. We keep them, you know, we don't panic them, but we do keep them in the loop of what's going on and that kind of constant communication. Um, like some of our clients where we're more full on, we'd be talking to them every day during their campaign or every second day. Like we've a constant line of communication where they can reach us within office hours, unless it's an emergency, but like, um, we'd have weekly meetings with our clients um you know they're welcome to contact us if they have any issues try to iron them out as they happen I mean they don't happen all that often but you know not to let it bubble um and then just to work through it and work out it's kind of like any relationship it's just kind of keeping communication open and honest and um you know keeping them updated on what's going on because ultimately they're paying us for a service so it's just you know to help them understand how we're servicing them and for them to trust us because you know for some people giving away their social channels and their brand is a pretty big deal if they've never done it before so you know outsourcing to an agency is not that easy for people who are used to being in control of everything yeah yeah i think this is the key to every relationship as you said and setting clear expectations from the beginning right and in this case nobody is going to be disappointed (laughs) um but like you said uh not all relationships can be rainbows and sunshines right uh so what do you do in case a client is not satisfied with the results with the kpis with what you delivered how do you manage that um we're kind of lucky it doesn't happen too often but um, <laughs> i suppose like as an agency as we grow as well like it's integral that we kind of keep our integrity and like the reason people come to us so we are careful to only bring in clients when we can 100 service them so like we mm-hmm. we do have to say no to a lot of work and sometimes work we'd really enjoy but we have to talk ourselves as a team and if we don't believe we can give it 100 percent, we either have to tell them that or just say you know maybe another time or you know try quarter three or a bit more and um, we've a bit more space there um so we're lucky we kind of manage it on the inside so it doesn't really usually happen but I mean if it happens and it sometimes it does but I think we always over deliver anyway so even if we were to miss a KPI it's not that they've achieved nothing maybe they haven't achieved that particular KPI with their campaign but they would have achieved a lot more because any campaign I've worked on and any campaign I've seen in the agency since I arrived you know like we go above and beyond the proposal usually so it's kind of like a an acceptance and I don't think we ever promise I think it's about the way you say it to your client like I mean when you write your proposal you're proposing that we think this will help you to gain whatever it is your KPI but we can't promise that well like you can give us all the money in the world to spend on ads but we can't promise that the people would buy because things happen ad prices go up uh, you know buying trends change wars happen pandemics happen you know, like we, we can't control with that. So I think it's about the way you phrase it to the client as well in that start. Like you never over promise, like, because I think when people go out there and they're like, I can double your revenue by 50%. I'm like, okay. But um, I think it's about more making them understand the value they have got or the value they're getting. Yeah, yeah. This all comes back to communication <laughs> at the end of the day, as you as you said before. Yeah. And I think a very important lesson is also to say no, as you said, especially as someone that busy as a social media manager who is busy, you have to to set boundaries. I think it's very healthy. Um, I have a question that I'm particularly curious about. Um, I actually did a study regarding the lives of social media managers where I polled over 300 marketers and took 11 interviews. And when I asked them about their main challenges, publishing engaging content was 
the main thing that came up. So I was wondering what, uh, where do you find inspiration for your content, your campaigns? I think it's extremely challenging to come up with new ideas when everything has been said and done. <laughs> yeah, I think we're lucky. We have a really creative team, like the creative personalities. We're a creative agency. So naturally, like the employees are creative, which helps. <laughs> and I think all of us, like we're all interested in like the arts two of us have kind of a media background so by our nature we're very curious people um like where do I get inspiration from like things I see places I go books I read films I see and what other people do not even in the same industry and I think that's something that came up a lot at social media American world this year it's about even on TikTok people are like you know how do you what do you know what to post on TikTok? And they were like, look at other industries and see what they're doing. So maybe as a social media manager, I'll see something that someone in the real estate industry is doing. And I'm like, oh, how would that apply to what our niche? So it's just kind of like keeping your eyes open, trying new things. And I think like naturally the best social media managers or agencies are innovative because, you know, social media changed so fast. Technology has changed so fast. And so I think having the op- opportunities to try new things that kind of helps with the inspiration and it kind of allows you to do new things that you haven't done there are things you've done but in a new and different way you haven't tried yet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. definitely yeah you can find inspiration anywhere from everywhere as you said um so because finding inspiration is not necessarily one of your main struggles what would you say are your main challenges that you face at your job um I suppose like by its nature social media is kind of like an always on thing you know like it's not really even though we typically work nine to five except when we've you know other things on it's that kind of that boundary thing of especially some people who work 24 7 kind of expect that you would do that but there's a certain amount you can have to do and then you have to like throw your boundary you know like there's always more you could be doing like you could always be doing more but you have to like manage time manage expectations and be realistic like of course you could be on your phone all night doing community management but you have to do it in a more structured way when it's your job or otherwise you'd be working 24 7 yeah yeah and we all know those memes right with social media managers working non-stop in their weekends during holidays <laughs> so yeah this is an extremely important lesson um now what skills do you think are required to be successful in your job um, I think good organization, especially if you manage multiple clients or multiple projects or different timelines, um, I think being organized helps. Um, I think being creative helps because, you know, you are always trying to reinvent the wheel. Everyone, like it's such a busy space, like online is really busy and trying to draw people's attention, get people's attention and keep it is a challenge, especially now. But like TikTok, we're literally watching with your finger on the screen, like you scroll unless somebody gets your attention now. Um, so I think being creative helps. I think a curiosity, like I think like a lot of our work and like on busy weeks, maybe it's harder to do, but a massive amount of our work is in like research and like not studying, but it's really important to keep up with what's going on. And like, that's why we go to things like social media, American world, because it's really important as the agency people are trusting for their marketing that we're innovative and learning and ahead of the curve and you know bringing them the new things so I think you have to have a natural curiosity and a hunger to learn because there's you're always learning like even if you're not at a conference like from newsletter newsletters other marketers podcasts 
news articles reports like there's so much out there but there's you know it's really important that you make the time to stay on top because that's what makes you stand out and that's kind of why people hire an agency instead of doing it themselves yeah yeah definitely i 100 agree <laughs> with all that you said um now uh this podcast episode is coming to an end and the, the question that i love to ask Uh, my guests is if you could teach me three things about social media what would you teach me um i think pricing like things i've learned that i never really thought about like you can learn everything but i think as you make a career out of social because like there's so many creators out there you know like social media is full of creators most of whom have a normal day job and that's just what they you know they're creators on the side or they're you know yeah you can't really teach it to someone but give them their skill like their skills that are hard products you add up the labor costs and all that but when you're selling yourself the value on all the learning we do so like you know we need mm-hmm. to price that into all our what we give back so it's not just about ours it's about your expertise as well um and there's different ways of pricing i mean we sometimes price different ways depends on clients or we've retained our clients and we've not retained our clients and for different services we charge differently but um that's something I suppose when I came in you kind of never realized because I suppose I'd worked for a state broadcaster which is just funded you know by the government and I'm not really involved in the finance part of it so the way you propose and value the work you do the time you give and the expertise you have um I think that's really essential if you're going to be a social media manager um so it's not really a social media skill but it definitely is part of the job um not really the nice part when you want to be creative and creating content all the time but necessary if you want to make money um for me as someone organized content calendars how to i mean everyone has their own way of making a content calendar i personally still love a spreadsheet and <laughs> color code um, but just that level of organization also sometimes when you have it visually in front of you it keeps you on track because that's the hardest thing is like okay I've proposed this and I want to deliver this but sometimes there's so much distractions it's like keeping it there in front of you visually um and with some of our clients they'd be in on our content calendar so it also allows them to see what you're doing day to day like what you're actually charging them for when you're working um and then I think the third one is just like a confidence and self-belief because mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there in the industry. And like you said, like it's hard to be different. It's like, but if you yeah. really do believe in what you do, and like like I believe what we have in Lurk is different to what anybody else has. Like I, there's loads of agencies, but I don't really see them as competitors because like what we offer isn't the same. And actually, what I love in like places like America is like when you go over there or even the UK, they're really collaborative. They all really trust in themselves and their own brand and what they do. So they're not competitive. Like they don't feel like they're in competition with each other. They're willing to help each other and see how they can collaborate, come together. And there is some of that in Ireland. It's a smaller industry, but um, even in Galway, like we've got to know, you know, some of the website guys and another agency, there's an agency just down the road to do like uh, SEO and Google ads. That's their speciality. We do a little bit of that, but they're not our competition. We're actually working together on a client at the moment, you know? So I think it's like, If you can get to a place where you've strong self-belief and like, you know, you 
realize your value and what you're doing it's a really nice place to get because then you know you trust what you do like you you're confident selling to your clients and you're not in competition with everyone around you because you're just pushing on with your unique selling point and like what it is you do well yeah 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 this is uh, this is all really nice and i think these are all important lessons for um, social media managers who just started this job maybe especially your lesson about pricing i think this is the one that people tend to avoid talking especially in public <laughs> i'm terrible like i'm i feel like i shouldn't even be given this advice <laughs> about money but i think it's more just getting to a place where you're really comfortable and you trust you know the value you put on yourself and the thing you realize like as you you know put your prices up or you grow is like the people who want to work with you will still work with you exactly value in you and you don't really need to work with the people who don't um so yeah easy to say when I don't own the agency (laughs) yeah easy yeah yeah it's a learning process but yeah as you said you know your value best right you know what you can deliver so you have to to set clear expectations from the beginning definitely um now what are your future plans and where can people find you and follow you um what are my future plans <laughs> today i'm getting ready to give a training and one of our clients is coming into the office and um, they're from galway so they're coming in for a full day's training on strategy and social media so i'm getting ready for that and um, for the next like we, we're really busy which is like really exciting and we've loads of really nice projects and we're growing the team which is exciting um festivals are coming back this summer which is oh really yes nice. <laughs> a couple of years we've had and you know in-person events um yes. and where can you find us well if you're in ireland you can find us in galway on dominic street and if you're not in galway and um, we're most active probably on instagram it's lurg l-o-r-g underscore media um but we're also on facebook linkedin twitter all the usual places and we have a website lurg media so any of the above I will link your socials um, uh, in the episode details. <laughs> um, that's awesome. And congrats on your next projects. I'm looking forward to see what you will deliver. <laughs> I'm sure you guys will do a great job. And thank you so, so much for this conversation. It was a pleasure. <laughs> and I learned so much. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> um, thank you. Thank you once again. And talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.